Welcome to another week of FIFA Dads. I am your host and starting right mid, Liam the Skiller McGowan. We have tonight, starting at striker, 5 feet 4 inches, 119 pounds, is Matteo, finesse shot only, Rocco. We have starting at Cam, 5 feet 6 inches, 99 pounds, is Allen, I swear I pressed X proper. Next, we have our starting left wing, at 5 feet 10 inches, 125 pounds, Abdul, no one sees me open, Saleh. And finally, our trustworthy starting center mid, at 6 feet 2 inches, 154 pounds, John Gearson only, Brito. John, please tell me, what do we have in store for tonight? All right, so for today, we are going to have Alan and Mateo talk about the Premier League. We've got Mateo with Arsenal, as everybody knows, and Alan with the next Europa League losers in Manchester United. So go ahead, guys, please, let's start it up. No, when's the last time AC Milan won no, a European Better yet, when is the last time they even made it past the round of 16 in a European competition? Like 20 years ago? They did, and they, they, lost to, they lost to Arsenal, baby. They lost to Arsenal. That, they lost to Arsenal. No, that was round of 16, though. I said, when's the last time yeah. they got through the round of 16? Them boys have not been in a final in like 30 years. Oh, God, seven Champions Leagues. Please go ahead. Been a long time. You like the Boston like the Boston Milan. You're like the Boston Celtics of like that. I'll handle Milan. Like you all, you won everything in like the like, 60s when nobody was playing. And like you were playing against That's ice cream guys and stuff like that. Anyway, Man City's 14 points clear now. Um, Chelsea won today. I, I thought that Conte thing was a handball, by the way. I don't know Absolutely a handball. That was, I don't know how they didn't call that because his arm was up. Like it wasn't in a natural position at all. Like unless someone's about to shoot you, your arms wouldn't be in that position. That shit is crazy though. Um, yeah, Mount the, the banger though. So, oh yeah, that Mount goal was nice. Yeah, it was a good goal. Yo, uh, Liam, I saw you post about that. What minute was that play in? I didn't even see it. I don't know. I didn't even see it either. <laughs> like his hands are literally straight up in the air. It's Conte just looked like he was dancing, like he was. Scared. Yeah, yeah. It was very amateurish. It reminded me of Romagnoli in Europa League. <laughs> You just got to uh, have your hands behind your back. I mean, especially if you're... Yeah, you know, like, that's the rule. Or have it straight down on your sides. His hands yeah. are up. I don't understand how that didn't get called, especially with VAR now calling everything. Anyway, Man City's 14 points clear. Man U is still second at 51 points. Um, they drew against Crystal Palace. I have no idea what happened. We played, like, absolute garbage. <laughs> um, the defense was good, at least, I guess. Um, but we have, like, three clean sheets in a row now, which is nice. Uh, Leicester's still third on 50 points. I don't know how Leicester's still third, by the way. They have been in horrible form. They really the last have. Couple of months. They, they really got have. knocked out of the Europa League to the trashest team that caused an upset. Slavia Praha, no offense if you're a Slavia Praha fan. Like, that's, that's nice. True, yeah. The Champions, like, this is a Champions League club. Like, and they've been they in the top that, six the last, like, five years. They lost at home even worse. They lost that yeah, game at like, home. Yeah, like... They didn't even give it a, like, if you go look at the stats for both games, they didn't even put up a fight. Like, they've had one shot on target in both games. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It's not like Slavia Praha was, like, sitting back and doing nothing and just praying that no shots went in. Like, they literally created no opportunities. Uh, Chelsea is now fourth. Uh, James Campbell, I'm sure he's excited. Um, <laughs> Liam, you asked me about uh, last week about how I was going to look for the Man U Chelsea game. And what did I tell you? They're both going to sit there and park the bus and do nothing. <laughs> we, we saw that coming. It was an ugly, ugly, boring game. But I'm going to get the job done. Everton is fifth. Disgusting. They won again. I hate that style of play. Everton is fifth. They're 
still doing well. West Ham's still sixth. I mean, they're doing fine. They they gave uh, Man City a good run for their money, actually, over the weekend. Um, yeah, they did. Liverpool is seventh. At what point do you fire Klopp? Like, I'm just, I'm sitting here wondering to myself. I'm not saying they should, but they have been in terrible form for like four months now. I mean, it's crazy. I don't think they'll ever fire him. It's the losses. They lost a lot of players. And everybody who is healthy, everybody who's going to play this year are back now. But they also, Abdul, like, you got to think about it as Klopp won them all this stuff, but at the same time, they might not even get European football to the point where yeah, it gets very yo, bad. They're out of European football and they're playing yeah. worse and, every week. And Tottenham fired Poch after taking him to a final for the first time in 20 years, per se, almost. And they just fire him up and up just because of that. But yet, like, they're keeping I mean, Klopp let's just be realistic. Him and Klopp the most boring people. final he of all time, everything. by the way. The worst Champions League final I've ever seen. Oh, it was the worst. And we all watched that in person together, and oh, I still horrible. want those 90 minutes of my life back. 100%. Um, I fell asleep. I fell asleep. It was terrible. I just focused on the halftime SBCs. Um, the Tottenham's now eighth. I don't know about you guys. Tottenham, this today, Fulham should have won that game. I agree. They had Tottenham that played like goal garbage. Off. They had that goal called off. I was like, I saw the 1-1, oh one one, I was like, let's go. Oh, I was like... I was like, I was looking at the stats. I was like, damn. What happened? This, this what could happened, have been what their chance. With the goal? They lost one nil. There was an own goal in like the 18th minute, but Fulham played better the entire game. Yeah. They had more chances, more chances created. They had more possession. Tottenham played the way that Tottenham does. As soon as they get a goal, they park the bus for 90 minutes. Yeah. The Jose Mourinho special. Fulham, um, Fulham tied it, but, but it was called a, a foul. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So they had to call it back. Yo, but. if they won that game, they would have literally been tied on points with 17th. Oh my god, that would have been great. But they still got a shot. They got a shot because Newcastle sucks. Yeah. And same with Brighton Hope. They're both they're both capable of dropping as well. No, oh, yeah. I'm happy um, Sheffield United won again. Um, not that that matters. They're going home. Um, <laughs> uh, Southampton continues to fall. They're now all the way down to 14th. Um, Newcastle's terrible. They're now 17th, obviously. Uh, Arsenal's in 10th. Arsenal has like good weeks and then really bad weeks. Yeah, I don't know what fuck's going on with them right now but i mean we but the funny thing is is that you're only 10 points away from fourth i know so like, we, we struggled against Benfica, but then absolutely dominated leicester so we go against burnley this weekend hopefully that's a that's a good simple win for us and oh, that's a loss and the rest of the teams <laughs> up top slip up i mean liverpool already did tottenham i wish they slipped up today that would have been beautiful oh my god you play olympiacos again yeah oh you yep. poor bastard yep Oh we my run it God. back. For those of you that don't know, two years ago, was it two years? I think it's two years ago. Not last year, I think it was two. Yeah, last Pretty year. Pretty sure. Yeah. No, maybe it was last year. Because I, I saw them play year. Arsenal in the it, semifinals. It was last year. Two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, two years ago, I saw them play the semifinal yeah. against Napoli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, yeah, two years yeah, ago. Yeah, they lost to Olympiacos at home, and it knocked them out of the Europa League. Yep, because so, hopefully this time, the easiest goal to send us through. The easiest goal. Hopefully, Ella Robbie doesn't come back to haunt you guys again because he's not that bad. They're they're a decent team sometimes. Usually not though. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. I mean, this weekend is the Man City Man U game, the Derby. But like, who cares? It's fourteen points. Like, even if we win, we're still eleven points back. I mean, it's still a Derby though. It's good to win. It does, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like last year, we beat them three out of four times. And it was like I mean, neither one of us it, were going to win. It matters more for you guys. I mean, you guys are trying to stay in the top four, trying to get Champions League soccer. We're still seven points clear of fourth. Like, I mean, we're yeah, fine. Bro, 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 bro. You could, you could lose no. points easy in this league, bro. You could 
tie games. You can tie three you're games only, in a row. You can lose a game. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, we play West Ham. We play. You're only. We four. only have so we're seven points clear, Abdul, and we only have eleven games left in the season. You're only. You're four now because Chelsea won today. You're only four. Oh points yeah, yeah. Players. no, no. But I'm saying getting knocked out of. Four. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, dropping. From, we're seven from Everton, points away yeah, from dropping. From, from Everton to you guys, yeah. It was six points actually now, but. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about it. like in April we play Brighton, Tottenham, Burnley, Leeds. I can see us winning all four of those games. No offense to Tottenham, but at the same yeah. time, those uh, are the teams you struggle against the most. Those teams well, no, that no, you no. should Tottenham, dominate. We, we well, well, no, no, no. Tottenham we lost to this year because Martial got a red card in the fourth minute. No, but, I know, but I'm saying those teams, 28th. those bottom tier teams that you should be dominating, you always yeah. struggle against. But then we play Sheffield the next United. Month, we play Liverpool, Aston Villa, Leicester. Fulham and Wolves. Like, I, I think we're going to be fine, honestly. I'm not worried about it. We're not going to win, but we knew that. Like, I'm not sitting here saying we're going to win. we got to go win the Europa League. we got to smack the crap out of Milan this next week on Thursday. Yeah, that's, that's easy, though. Based yeah. on your form, as bad as we're playing, I do think we're going to beat you, though. But we'll see. We'll see. With, no, with no Ebra, could, first, could with no Ebra first leg? With no Ebra first leg, it's going to be tough, though. Yeah, that's going to be right. Yeah, and if Roma uh, only you guys defend I mean, well, you guys defend well, and I think I think Milan will be able to defend well because they know what they're playing for. If we don't play Romagnoli, <clears throat> no, uh, we should play. See, no, no. See, here's the thing. I think right now, I think AC Milan needs to focus more on the league because of how close it is, and they're closer to winning the title than Man U is. If y'all, if if you go as hard as you can in the Europa League and you play an extra twelve games that year, I don't know if y'all finish top four. You're four points off now of, four, of fourth place, right? Or is it less? It's six. Elon? It's six. It's, two it's six. Games. Yeah, two games off. Well, no, no, two fourth. Is it is it four or is it six? Oh, off of fourth, they're fourth. Yeah, Atalanta, Atalanta is in fourth place with forty nine, and we have fifty three, yeah, so Atalanta, we're four points off. Yeah, so you're yeah, six points off. Roma, of Roma. is six. I mean, yeah, and you have a lot of games left, no? Yeah, like 12 games, 4 points, 6 points is not that hard to make up. Mm, but Although it was good that you beat, beat Roma, that was good. Yeah, that was great. Plus you, now play, you, play Napoli ne- Yo, you play Napoli next. Like there's, you play Lazio I think we'll beat Napoli. You, you play, I think we'll you play also Juve beat Lazio. Again. Yeah, Juve you play Atalanta again. Will be tough. Atalanta will be very tough too. Yeah. Like these are all just tough games. Like I would, if I were y'all, I'd be focused on the league because you guys need to get to the Champions League. If you don't... Yeah, after this season, that would be a disgrace. Like you I think we will get Champions League. League. I w- <sighs> yeah, I- I'd like to see. I like. I would love to see Milan do well in Europe because it's been so long since we've done well in Europe. So I would like a bit of focus on Europa League. I'd like them to try, but if I had to choose and one or the other, form. I'd go for the league. Yeah, and you're in bad form. It's not like y'all are. Uh, every bench player is coming not off. Bad, I wouldn't magic. say bad form. We did beat Roma. Yeah, but you got you have kids. You on just the, drew you, Udinese. You should have lost. You Udinese, beat Milan, which is no. Udinese should have. Udinese are just like Torino. Torino, part no, no, two, but you still should have lost. You got lucky that they gave up a pen in the ninety-seven. That wasn't. I mean, that dude is. He just gave they it to still us. Gave up, they still All gave right, up. Alright, time out, time out. And before that, also you, you have you a guy on the bench Red named Krunic. You drew Red Star Belgrade, an absolutely disgraceful Magic form. You so lost to Inter three 0 Then you drew Red Star again, and then before that you lost to Spezia two 0 That's not good for him. You got one it's win in the last not, six games. It's not the worst though. It's not as bad as you're making it out to be. We beat a tough Roma who had who had almost all the players fair. except for Jeko and a couple other people. We didn't lose to Red Star, we dude. They were we down didn't win, ten but we didn't lose. Twice. 
I know, but Red Star were trying. They were the underdogs. They of course had they're trying. Nothing what? to lose. Those kind of games, even if you're a big team, is really tough. Really tough. You nah, should know that with Red Sheffield United. At least now. we didn't lose to last place in the league, okay? At least we have not lost to Crotone. You got smacked by you Spezia. Lost what are you talking about? Spezia are, are, are above the relegation zone, and they are known for taking out Giants this season. What? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, what about the giant killer this season. What about drawing to Udinese? Udinese, that that, listen, I guess I guess I got to give the coach credit. They, he knew what to do. He knew Milan didn't have a striker. No Mandzukic, no Ibra. Liao is not a striker. I mean, Liao, I got to be honest, Liao has been getting every chance and has been fluffing it every game. Every game, I haven't seen. You guys don't have good. I mean, out. you have two old strikers, and then nobody else up top. Really, that's and Rebic Rebic, is good, but I like Rebic on the wing better. But Rebic is much better on the wing, and even when he does play some games, he'll have like this game as if he wants to just come off the field. I mean, that second leg against Red Star, I thought I thought Rebic was gonna walk off. I mean, there was a couple moments where I was like, "Yo, do you want to play right now, Rebic?" You know, so he can have a real off day or a real on day against Roma. On day against Udinese, off day. You know. Yeah. yeah, it just shows the difference without that Ebra effect. It's and like Lord coaches Kunich. and teams are starting. Ebra's also though not in the best form right now. He's cooled off a lot from that hot start. He yeah. has 15 yeah, goals in 21 games and he had like 12 in the first 10. And then he got that injury, and now he's injured again, and it's just so yeah. annoying. And of course, Hakan is injured. Hakan was out against Udinese. Brahim Diaz is he back for uh, the Man U first leg? He should be back for Man U's first leg. But, you know, I don't know. The real thing also, is Also, like, just another bad. example, Liam. Like, we played Real Sociedad. Like, Sociedad is a quality side in a good league. And we hammered them. Red Star Belgrade should not be... I mean, not Red Star Belgrade. Uh, oh, no, no, you are Red Star. Red Star should not be putting up that good of a fight with nine men. No, absolutely. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. They should. And, and that's men. something that Pioli has to address. And that is something also, that... that coach... has to stop playing Diego Dalo. Just take him back, Alan. You can have him, bro. We will we'll pay for the rest funny, of his salary. A month ago, too. you wanted to keep him. I know, but then it's just funny how that changes. But the last couple games Diego Dallo has had in the Milan shirt, I mean, that Spezia game was him, honestly. Oh, it, was, it was Diego Dallo's fault, the Spezia game. Not both the goals, oh. but the first goal. And actually, I think he gave away the foul for that second free kick goal that Spezia scored. Don't quote me, but I know the first goal was his fault. <laughs> so, you know, it's, I don't know. He's got to stop. Europa League in the against Red Star, Diego Dallo was abysmal. Pioli's got to make better choices, and it just shows a lack of depth. Like I feel like I saw you there, Matteo. You were saying Lord Greenwich. I mean, come on, yeah. that's that's our back. That's our B player. Come on, <laughs> come on. He even said the other day I, he wishes he could have played for Red Star. It's not too late, Greenwich. It's I don't know your whole, your whole your whole your whole. It's not your bro, whole just back go right line now. sucks right now. Besides Teo Hernandez and Tomore. Tomore's been fantastic. Tomori, Tomori, he's only played two or three games. I'll give you that. Really and every game he's played, he's been fantastic. And uh, Simon Kier is still doing really good, too. The he's, sad he's thing is, though, is that's the Kier, one guy Kier, who's not going to be back. Hmm? I said that's the one guy who's not going to be back next year. Tomori. Unless you guys somehow get a buyout for him. Yeah. Well, um, I, re- I was reading about it. I think um, even Gazidis said he's been doing really well, but he, he's expensive. So we'll see how this how the season goes. I mean, yeah, and how the come on, goes. Liam. He's like 22 he's years old. He's, he's he, been in England international. He's right? 22 and he's English. It's just like FIFA. Yeah. He's going to be expensive. It's just obvious. Yeah. It, it's the uh, yeah yeah. It's like the Man U tax. And, and he has and he has now FIFA. I have to pay 50k extra for a special and, and he has pace, so you know he's going to be expensive. And he has pace in real life too, not just in FIFA, which is exactly. Great. So you know they're going to be bred. Yeah. 
But this is enough about we're not on Milan yet. What, what were we talking about? We're talking right, about man, well, we're talking about the Prem and the Europa League at the same time. Yeah, right, right, right. Are we so done the with the yeah, Prem? I mean, the Prem is done. Yeah, like, I mean, it's got some interesting middle ground stuff. Like West Ham's having an interesting season. Aston Villa's having a pretty good season, considering they were seventeenth in the table last year. Yeah, they were one point off of relegation, but Arsenal saved them. You know how we do, baby. <laughs> Saving them from relegation. Now they're popping off. We're here to help. Fulham, come through. I know. I mean, we've been talking so much about AC Milan. You want to just go right into the... Um, yeah, we might as well go into right, right into to Syria. Um, Inter, first place, unfortunately. Woo! 59, per- 59 points. Perns, they got baby. a six-point six lead on us right now. Milan are second. Juve are climbing back up. They're in third place now. I think they're tied with Atalanta on 49 points. Um... Juve won their last game, but the game before that, they drew. Ronaldo, of course, got the goal to give them that draw. And just to give perspective, you know, Juve played Spezia their last game, and they beat them 3-0. Juve are so bad, it's ridiculous. They're bad, bad, but I mean... The midfield is old. Hey, don't say nothing bad about the incredible Weston McKinney. Yeah, don't say, yeah, Weston McKinney killed it, good. Bro, the godly Ben Tancor, I don't see the form I saw from Ben Tancor last season. He's so bad. Hey, Rabio, hey. he's a god. Uh, who Ben Tancor or Rabio? Rabio. I Rabio knew you. Come right. on now. Rabio is decent, but I don't think he's. Yeah, I mean, when he was at PSG, was he really starting? You know, I don't he really was. think he's that starting center mid though. He was. He was starting, but then everything consistently. Happened with, everything happened with. What he said to the to the French media during the Euros, and that set them what off. What did he say? Wait, wait, what did he say? Yeah, All right, I've never so thought. he was made a reserve player for France in case anybody got injured, so he would then right. come up. And no, this was the World Cup. This wasn't the Euro. This was the World Cup. So this was the World Cup where, like, if someone got injured, he's coming up right up next. And he decided to say that I'm too good to be reserve. I'm not going to waste my time here. And took his name off the reserve list. So he pretty mm-hmm. much was just like, I'm too good. I don't want to be a reserve. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be like weighted and wasted. So he just left. So he just right. like took his name they off. And, like that. and the French Federation was just like, and, and all people in France were just like, fuck off pretty much. So then <laughs> they just sent him away. PSG were just like, all right, we're getting rid of this kid. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know he did that. Adrian Rabio, you gotta chill out. And he messed up. Oh, really some, someone, someone who was on the bench got hurt, and they had to bring up a center mid, and it would have been him. But he took his name off, so he could have had a World Cup and a trophy. But this man said, Damn. "I'm gonna, wow. I'm gonna talk my, I'm gonna talk my shit." Yeah, do you think he's smart still, Abdul? He took an L. <laughs> That's a massive L. You just took. You just lost a World Cup trophy. Oh, well, uh, I mean, you you signed Weston McKinney, which is good for them. I think it's probably permanently. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. Him, yeah, him yeah, and Ronaldo yeah. have been the best yeah. players on that team for the entire year. You know, so they've, they've been <laughs> incredible. They've both been stellar. I mean, Weston McKinney's been scoring more goals than half of <laughs> the else. Arsenal strikers. Honestly. So you know, like <laughs> sign them up, baby. Yeah, I really love how Wes McKinney's going. I can't wait to watch him for the U.S. Yeah. Um, Milan, of yeah. course, drew 1-1 Udinese. We saw it. I watched the whole game. 
I gotta, you know, I, as much as, um, I hate, we were talking about that style of play that park, the bus, you know, the commentators were even talking about it the whole game too. If, if it works, if it gets you results, if you don't lose, why stop it? Yes. Fair argument. But it's just, it's just a horrible way to play. I was just, it I is, just couldn't believe it. You but know? the thing, the thing is, is, and I've spoken, well, me and John have spoken about this a lot when we talk about Flamengo is, mm-hmm. Teams who know they're going up against these big guys, right? Like big top six teams, the Arsenals, the Real Madrids, especially in like cup games or even with Udinese fighting for points down there, they're going to have to change their style of play and be like, all right, we're going to put 10 men against uh, back a bit on the wall. We're literally just going to sit back and we're going to defend our lives off. And... If we get a lucky counterattack, we're going to take it. So that's how they have to play because they know, one, Udinese needs points, but also because it it's just for them to really be able to show that they can... Compete, with, that's the best exactly, way they can play. Yeah. To, to, to play against big dogs and to be able to really show off and be like, all right, here we are, you know? And that's what, yeah, that's no, what it really comes down with. I mean, that's how that's how Real Madrid loses to Cadiz. That's how Real Madrid lost to the... To the third division the team. That, that's how Bayern loses problem. to the fourth, the third division team also in the poll call, and Leverkusen with the fourth division team because these guys they sit back, they wait. It's obviously this team's second, second and third teams because they're not playing their big dogs during it, at least in cup games. I know with with Milan it was different, and with Flamengo it's different because they're they're league games, but they just play their second or third team, and they just have to. They don't play all of the time together so they 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 aren't used to it these guys are like we're playing a huge team we got to show out so they they play a certain style in a certain way which is let's let's just make sure we tie or let's make sure we just get this result and that's how they play and that's how lower team division yeah. that's how lower teams play because they know they're going to yeah. get faced with incredible talent coming up top that they have to sit back and they have to just endure strike after strike after strike and just hope for a simple, easy counterattack or a goal on a corner kick or some sort. Right, yeah, right, that's right. true. It's unfortunately very true. It's the best way for them to play. They're the they makes them the ones to beat almost in the match. You know, can you break down our defense? Exactly. You're a big team. You've got to get no, paid. But don't all this you money. think? Don't you think it's like, oh, they're a small team. We'll beat them easily. We don't have to try as hard. Well, it's also definitely that Some big teams have that problem. Yeah. It's definitely that mm-hmm. mentality, Absolutely. but I think like it's that, mostly... I feel like that's what Madrid does. That's what um, I don't think it, does. that's what Madrid really does. Madrid, especially in the League Cup, in the League games, they play kids who are 20, 19. You know, they play youth. That's what every team does. They yeah, always but they play still have youth some of the world-class players up there. I understand. But dominate. Let's say, let's say you field a team of eight youth players... But you have um, Benzema and Cruz in there, right? Like you have eight youth team, right. youth players, kids who are on the bench that don't always play. The thing is, those kids don't have chem with with Benzema, Cruz, with the kids who sit on the bench yeah. for Real Madrid. They don't have chem with each other, so they're not able to play the best of their ability and really be able to gel with each other because you're not playing with each other all the time. You're not in training right. all the time. You're not in training every yes. week. You're not able to, to build but that But you are in training, though. You I are in training. Some of them are, yes. But some, some of, the kids, like some of these young and kids... And you get paid. You get paid money for it. I mean, obviously, know? but it's just the, the feeling of 
you're playing against one of these big you're playing against with you're playing with these big guys with these big names like Benzema and Icon, Cruz and Icon, you know, like these iconic players for Real Madrid that you're like, "Oh man, I really got to step up." And it's also a big thing especially during league uh, cup games is these kids want to show it as best as possible to really try to impress and be like, "Hey, Zidane, I'm ready. Arteta, I'm ready. Pioli, I'm I'm look at me. I'm here. Let's run it." You know, so then they try to overcompensate for everything and it can just lead to mistakes and lead to screw ups and lead to players playing bad because they try to overcompensate. They do one thing wrong and then they get in their head. Crap. Right. I just messed up terribly. That's true. And that stays in your head, especially as a young kid, because you're not playing all the time for Real Madrid to the point where you're like, you know, in your head that all these Real fans back home are like, what the fuck did this kid just do? Why did he do that? You know. So then you're in your head thinking, Madrid fans. You gotta, you gotta fight players. Exactly. No, of course. But as young 19, 18 year old kids in a cup game, it's tough. It's tough, especially if that's like one of their first games. It's tough for them to really bounce back on that because that's their first real experience of the game. The stadium is it doesn't have any players. Very true for those kids. (laughs) Just imagine. Just imagine though. Um, all right, to wrap up Syria, Napoli played out a really crazy game with Sassuolo 3-3. There was like four penalties in that game, one and two in the oh 90th. My God. Yeah, you should everybody Jeez. should go watch those highlights. It was insane. I like Sassuolo. Uh, Napoli just can't seem to to consistently win. I don't know what the problem is. You know, yeah. they've got great players, Zelinski, they in my opinion a good coach, Gattuso. I don't I just don't understand right now with Napoli. They've got Bakayoko, who got a great season with Milan. They just they got to step it up. Benevento, my little dark horse team, lost to Verona, who Milan play next. Um, Kevin Lasagna, who is on uh, Udinese, is on loan to Hellas Verona. He scored for them, so got to see he can do that for another team. I'd like to see Kevin Lasagna go to a bigger team. I got to admit, he's a good player. I think he will. He'll be Roma. like he'll be like one of those like. Players that just stays in the Serie A and just bounces to teams and stuff like that, and just bounces. Yeah, I'd like for him to go to like Roma or something. Yeah, he'll probably bounce to one of those teams, something like that. Because I mean, Jacko's getting super old, so they might look for a replacement. Lasagna might. Great point. Great point. Atalanta keep cooking teams by four or five goals. They beat Crotone five one. Wow. Atalanta really dangerous. They're going to be really tough playing Atalanta because they just they seem to have a real cohesive unit, you know, especially now that all that drama where Alejandro Gomez is straight in the past. Yep. And uh, Gasperi, I think is how you pronounce his name. He can just focus on the games. The players can focus on the match. Yeah, Gasparini. 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 Um, prediction for... The next couple games, I th- hope Milan will win. I'll be up early in the morning at 9 a.m. to watch that game. I need, I need Atalanta to destroy Inter Milan on Monday. I need it to happen. Trust me, I need, I need that too. I need, I need Ronaldo to grab his silverware ASAP. And Juventus uh-huh. play Lazio. That's another key game anyone should watch next season. Immobile versus mm-hmm. Ronaldo. That's that's third place versus. Seventh place. Lazio only in seventh place off of fifth place by four points, you know. So Lazio is still a good yeah. team. Still have a, they, they dropped a bit though, no? Uh, me too, but I'll tell you what dropped them. The the um game winner against the game winner we had against them. 
when Teo Hernandez right. scored in the 93rd right, minute right, with that right. header, was making 3-2. Yeah, yeah, that was demoralizing to them. I know it. And I mm-hmm. know that games like that cause little problems with teammates because if you look at that game, mentally, right. Pepe Reina tells um, um, Luis Alberto, watch Teo Hernandez. He points at Teo Hernandez and says, watch him, mark him. And Teo Hernandez still scores, and Pepe Reina just yells right at Luis Alberto. So those kind of things, they, they affect teams mentally, you know? They add up, right. Yeah, they yeah, add yeah. up, exactly, they add up. So Syria is, is going how I thought it would, you know, Inter Milan, one, two, three, Juventus third, Atalanta fourth. We're just going to have to see next week there could be some crazy upsets. Lazio could beat Juventus, Juventus stay on points. Inter could unfortunately beat Atalanta. I would love for Atalanta to beat uh, Inter and then they would get uh, 52 points. So they would actually be third if Juventus don't win their game. So mm-hmm. some good, like good, uh, a good weekend of Serie A football next week. No, yeah. Let's move well, on. It should be fun. It should be interesting. Um, we can go to the Bundesliga, where, I mean, yes. not much has really been popping off. Same old, yeah. How's Wolfsburg doing? Pretty Still much. in third? Yes, um, they are. So, I mean, Werder Brennan kind of got an upset this week against Frankfurt. They won 2-1, which is surprising because Frankfurt beat Bayern last week 2-1. So, for them to drop off is kind of surprising, especially if they're in the hunt for fourth place and whatnot. They want to try to build on that lead. Josh Sargent. Josh Sargent. Yep, exactly. Um, Bayern Munich absolutely destroyed Köln 5-1. I'm very surprised that Lee Wan got the inform over... Goretzka. Goretzka. Doesn't yeah. make sense to me. The man had three assists and man of the match, and they said, eh, we'll just give it to Lee Wan because Lee Wan doesn't have enough it. cards already, so why not? You know? Yeah. So they decide to give it to him. Um, Dortmund finally won a convincing game, even though it was against a very poor team who's in the relegation zone right now, Armenia uh, Bellafield. They won 3-0. I know John's hype because Rainier scored, so... His young, uh, his young gun scored a goal finally. Um, Stugard, Rainier Jesus Carvalho, my young boy. <laughs> Stugard absolutely destroyed Schalke, so it's really looking like Schalke's going down to the bottom and out of here. They're down almost, tw- they're down almost fi- 10, 15 points now, so it's looking very bleak for them. Um, Is that ex Arsenal player <laughs> Mustafi? Yeah. Mustafi. Nah, he's he's putting in incredible work. And and um Kolasinac scored though. Yeah, he they're scored. Arsenal. He yeah. scored. <laughs> um it's actually funny. Against Arsenal against Olympiacos, we're gonna be facing uh Socrates, so we're just gonna run right by him because he's <laughs> a terrible defender. So Bamier's like, I did this mad times in training. Yep. Let easy. me just go here. Ooh. Yep, easy. Wolfsburg beat Hertha Berlin, which is a good win nice. for them. Yep. Sad for the Cunha for John because Clean sheet? Clean sheet? Yep, they had the clean sheet. Yes, yep. John Anthony Brooks, another clean sheet. Yep. Did he even play? Nope, he did not. Oh, that's so depressing. <laughs> and actually, the so guy, depressing. I think the guy who actually usually, um, I think when Brooks does play, this kid got a red card when he usually does play. So, fun stuff for him. Ah, great. Yes, very fun, yes. I mean, he got in the 94th minute probably for talking a bunch of smack and whatnot you know um you get red carded in the 94th and you're up 
But the, he already had a yellow, so he got a second yellow. So he probably was just ah, talking a lot okay. to the ref or, or debating a foul or something, and the ref was just like, I don't want to hear you anymore. Get out of my face. <laughs> just leave. Yeah, just get out of here. Leipzig got a huge win against Montengladbach, a very, very big win for them because they stay still two points behind um, Bayern Munich, so that's a big big game for them. They were down 2-0 at half. They switch up the, the team. They put in uh, Alexander Sorloff, which they bought during the winter transfer, I believe. Um, came on, assisted, and scored the winning goal in the 93rd minute, so big goal for him. Big, big winner. Um, otherwise, Leverkusen continues to lose because I don't know what's going on there, but they're in shambles ever since a while. Um, they haven't been the same. They they are of terrible form they, ever since losing to Bayern. They're 37 points. They're almost out of European competition. They lost to Young Boys, which shouldn't have happened, but, I mean, Young Boys are young, so I guess they just dominated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because we'll of that ex-Milan player. I mean, exactly. an ex-Man United player. Exactly. The right back. Um, men, we'll see, men, we'll men, see what happens. Whatever. We have a huge game this weekend with Bayern Dortmund, so we'll see how that runs out for them. If Dortmund wins oh. and Leipzig wins their game, Leipzig's top of the table again, up by a point. So we'll see how that turns out. Frankfurt plays Stuttgart. Stuttgart's in really good form, and Leverkusen plays Montengladbach. So that should probably be a pretty easy game for them. Um, since um, Leverkusen's in such bad form, and Montagladbach should have that, I think. That's pretty much it for the good old Bundesliga. Um, you want to talk about your horrible Real Madrid, Abdul? Not really. <laughs> nah, I will no, just skip um, that this week. <laughs> it's just tough, man, because we, we needed those two points. Now we're tied with Barcelona. Yep. In the table with 53 points each. Yajrik is so hype. Bro, yeah, no. I think the code just kept on going. They're doing well. They beat Villarreal, I believe, 2 now. Um, Sevilla, bro, they're in shambles. Barcelona beat them twice in one week. Yeah. In the league, 2 0. And then yesterday, with the. I mean, today. No, yesterday. With yesterday, three yesterday, yesterday and the yeah. Copa del Rey. Yep. Like, how do you just lose two games back to back to a Barcelona team that's falling apart? But Barcelona are doing well, I guess. Um, I hate that they're doing well because <laughs> I want them to <laughs> to just not win anything this year. So I feel yeah. like the Copa del Rey will be theirs for sure. Yeah, Messi. Messi um, just hit another gear after. Yeah, bro. He just, just woke up. Yeah, he was just like, "Let me show PSG what I can do before going there." You know. Let me All make right, sure PSG like, buy me. Not, yeah, exactly. They're not touching PSG. PSG will shit on them again. I mean, at it, least. Uh, is there another El Clasico before the season ends? Yes. There is in May, I believe. Yep. It's, it's later, but yes, there's still El Clasico yeah. coming up. That'll be a good game. Yeah, actually. You we're, have playing, the, we're playing Atletico this weekend. Yeah, this El Sunday Bobby. at 10.15 you play the Madrid Derby. Yeah. Uh, if we could tie that or win it, I'll take that. I need Barcelona to lose. You definitely need to. I'm shaky now. I think if you want to change yeah, the title, to... you have to be Atletico. Yeah, and Barcelona. I need Barcelona to lose a couple games. Yeah, but I mean, Barca's playing also uh-huh. up, so I doubt that's going to happen. You know. But then, yeah, I mean, Sevilla are doing. I guess they're doing bad right now, but I think they'll pick it up. They're right now they're in fourth, and they could hold down because Real Sociedad they're down by six. 
Gomez has really slotted into Sevilla. Yeah, he really has. He hit the ground running for sure. I love that. I got bit I love when a player joins another club and just starts killing he's, it. He's, he's, he's been. He's, he's always been a good player. Just Atalanta just held him down. You know, they ruined him a bit. Well, we actually have no idea what happened with that situation, so we just don't really don't happen. I thought Gomez was going to tell us. That's what he said, but he's I'm waiting for his Instagram post. Yeah, right. <laughs> but we'll see. But I mean, there's nothing really crazy with the La Liga. It's, it's always between Atlético Barcelona, Real Madrid, and then the fourth and fifth. It's always Liga like Sevilla and Real. <laughs> yeah, it's really. it's a basic. Yeah, Real Betis are doing well. So glad yeah, Sevilla aren't in the Europa League this season, or you know, otherwise, yeah, <laughs> chance for Milan. It's just an automatic W for them, you know. <laughs> automatic. Yep. That's Truly wild that they won three, three times in a row. That's wild. Yeah, they they join the Champions League and they lose to, to Dortmund. So you know, it just goes to show that they're really only a Europa League team. <laughs> it's crazy. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's nothing different. No, they're playing Sevilla. In the Champions League, and I think they're down three. Yeah, they're down three two. But Dortmund, ha- Dortmund has three away goals too, so they have Ooh, okay. they have that away goal advantage a little bit. So yeah, I mean, it's, but, I mean, they're going they're going to Dortmund. It could turn around as well. No, yeah, exactly. Dortmund are. I mean, they, yeah, they, streaky. They, they they won that well, first leg against what, PSG like last goals? year. They won that P- They yeah, won that game last year against PSG and. In the first yeah. leg, and they went to they went to PSG and they lost, you know. So right. it's just all right. about, and there was no fans there. There was nothing. So it's really just going to be about can Dortmund finish it away from home because or at home because I mean that's really what it comes down to. All Sevilla needs are two goals. Obviously, it can go to a three if they go if they win. Even if they no, they can't have one because Dortmund has three away goals, so they need two goals to, yeah, right. to go through, and they need to hold Dortmund as well. It just needs to stop right. Holland. Yeah. But I don't know if that'll happen. Holland is too ridiculous. Yeah, Holland, um, Holland's Central's been, another, been, Central's yeah. been playing well. Yeah, both of them you know, have been playing really well with each other. They've yeah. they've been clicking really well. They've been. Yeah, doesn't he have like a, a whole record right now in the German league? Sancho, it's like. Most assists. He's like one of the that. youngest one to have thirty and thirty or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder where he'll be going this summer. Yeah, Sancho and Holland are going to be on the move probably this summer. Yeah. Um. But no, yeah, that that should be an interesting game. Um. I mean, mm. we can ju- we'll go over probably just the quick ties again at the end of the thing. But now to get into. John's segment, R.I.P. John, in work, sadly. So, work always comes first for John, you know. <laughs> Indeed. I wanted to mention this when um, I wanted to mention this when Alan was here, mm-hmm. but did you guys hear um, in the Man United versus Crystal Palace game, Rashford and Maguire, like, arguing? No, I didn't see You guys see that? See that? I didn't. Ra- uh, Maguire no, put, like, a, a long ball over to Rashford, mm-hmm. and Rashford was offside, and he goes, Rashford, you're offside. And he goes, what the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> and McGuire goes, be onside. And he's like, fuck off, yeah, no bad. It was mad funny. I was like, this is this is the, the clash I need between the two of them for the Milan Man United game. Yeah, you need that and you just need Bruno to fall. I need Bruno to fall. I need uh, Rashford to not run fast. Yeah, true. You need, you need Rashford to slow down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a tiny bit. how to play against the big boys. Um... But I think I think an advantage for you guys I think is going to be 
their injuries as well because I mean they have injuries as well. So, oh, Man United. Yeah, De Gea is injured. Um, okay. Van de Beek and Pogba are both injured. I was wondering if Pogba. Okay. Mata's injured. Martial's injured as well. So you won't have. Um, you probably won't have Martial for this first leg. But I mean, he, 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 I mean, he hasn't been doing that great with them, and a lot of fans have been hating on him. So we'll see what he does mm-hmm. if he comes back. But I mean, Daniel James has been doing really well for them. Um, let's get into John's mm-hmm. favorite league in the entire universe of the world. League Where is league. John? Because I don't know nothing about this. He's he's yeah. no. We're going we're go, we're going to go into League One, and then I'll. I'll, I'll, talk, one. Yeah, talk, yeah, yeah. I'll talk all my South American knowledge about how Flamengo's the worst team in the world, you know? <laughs> easy, <laughs> easy. Um, so, games that happened this weekend, pretty straightforward. Um, Lyon won 1-0 against Rennes. Um, a late goal by Arouar. Um, they played well. Lyon's just playing really well with each other. They're clicking. They're enjoying each other's play styles and everything like that. They did lose... Last week, or technically this past weekend, they, they played a bunch of midweek games for some reason. I think because they have cup games maybe, but they played the last week and um, PSG won 4-0. Lyon and Lille both tied last week, which was kind of big for PSG because now PSG is only two points behind Lille. Lille did win this weekend, um, 1-0 as well. Oh, no, 2-0. They beat Marseille 2-0. Jonathan David scored two goals. It was actually 0-0, and then Jonathan David scored in the 90th and then the 93rd. So he came in and said, I'm going to come in and just score two easy goals in the last two minutes of the game and close it out. PSG beat Bordeaux 1-0. They rested a bunch of their players, so they didn't have their their main starting lineup. They had Draxler, Sarabia, Rafinha. They had a bunch of... Second second team players in there because they want to rest their big guys for this upcoming next or next week for um what is it for PSG again? Sadly, we won't have uh, for Barca. We won't have Neymar. Keen. I wonder why. I mean, you know, I wonder why Neymar's out. There, I think he's making memories. Yeah, I think there's a birthday coming out, me. You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't. It must be something family related. Yeah. No, his his sister's birthday already passed, which is funny. Um, but no, they they play. Um, Moises Keane actually got a got coronavirus this past week. Oh uh, damn! So he's out for fourteen days mandatory. So he's not going to be back either for that for that tie. Um, Florenzi's still injured, sadly. Um, Bernat's also injured, but he's going to be out for a lot, a lot longer. Um, so they, yeah, they they're not going to push Neymar to play. I don't think Verratti's going to be back either, so it could get interesting for. So who the hell are they going to start? They're going to have. I mean, I think they're going to play. They're probably going to play more reserved. I think in the second leg, mainly because they're up with a big. They're up with a big lead anyway against Barca, so they're they're probably just going to sit back a bit more and try to play more. Last time counter. they did that, bro. Oh, I know. Trust me. Yeah. Last time they did that, that, bro. But they're going to... The biggest comeback... Arguably the biggest comeback in Champions League history. No, yeah, for sure. They're going to play... They're they're definitely going to play play more defensive roles, but they're going to have... They're going to play with Mbappe and Icardi Mm. up top, probably. With with Herrera in the midfield, trying to feed them, you know, quick, easy balls. Because if if they score one away goal... Or no, if they score one goal, I think... 
I, I don't think they'll be able to come back, mainly just because PSG will be able to hold it down, and PSG should, I mean, PSG should be able to hold it down, but... Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, they should, but I mean... They should be able to. All know. logic points to yes, but, you know... Exactly. I mean, they want, they want away, so if they're able to score one goal... PSG are going to need five or six even. So <laughs> They won know? away the first time too, right, bro? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won. Uh-huh, yeah. and then they went back to the Camp new, and Messi was like, whoa! Uh, not Let really Messi, go. more Neymar. More Neymar, more true. Neymar, true. But Neymar's true. on the other team now, so they really got nobody but Messi. <laughs> so <laughs> true. They, got, they need Messi to cook up. Dembele's been playing incredible, so, I mean, we could see something interesting. I, I personally think that they'll line up with two strikers instead of a 4-2-3-1 and they'll just have Mbappe and Icardi just trying to run just run and get in behind the the PSG back line. They don't have PK, so that's Are re- no PK? There's no PK. He got injured. Didn't he just play and score? He got injured. He got injured oh, during God. the the extra time. So he got injured in during celebration? Oh wow. I was about to say <laughs> Imagine like, when did he get injured. Imagine he went ah, I just popped my <laughs> he shoulder. Like, dived into the camera. <laughs> shattered head out for 20 days literally you know, he um so he won't be in so that's a really big loss for them because that's massive loss they their defense is already abysmal and with him without him it's just going to fall apart so i think if if mbappe is <laughs> yeah. able, able to run run down a few balls i think the game should be over um but otherwise i mean league one there really isn't a big change i mean marseille it's it's really just a three-legged tie leon's i got a on one I gotta admit, I up. love seeing PSG not at the top of the league. It's nice, but it's gonna end up at, at anyway. You know, mm-hmm. it's gonna end up at I the guess. end because Lille, they've been struggling the last couple of games. They lost to Ajax, so they're out of Europe. They tied to oh, Strasbourg yeah. wow. and they and they beat Marseille in the 90th minute. So they're really starting to drop off a little bit. They they have injuries as well. They're playing a couple. They're playing Monaco next. And they, then they two weeks after that they play PSG. So, it's so gonna, this is it. This so is crunch time. This, this is going to be crunch time. This is going to be where they really need to show out and they really need to give it their all. They also play Lyon as well once more. So they play the top three team, the top two teams behind them. So if they fall apart and they, they this is the give, moment of truth if, for them. Exactly. To be honest. If, they give, if they give out, then I mean it's all PSG all the way because PSG won't. And once they get in the front, they're just going to be like, all right, thanks. We'll just take it from here, you know? We'll just stay here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's nice, you know? It's, it's pretty. It's, it's cute and, qu- and quaint up here. All right, now to my, my favorite league, Flamengo. Last time we spoke, they had not won the league yet, and they ended up winning. Oh, yeah, congrats, John. Yep, they ended up winning the league because even losing to Sao Paulo 2-1, Internacional <laughs> did not win the game. And apparently John said they should have won the game. <laughs> but they, of course. But they, uh, Corinthians played some type of bullshittery. And they had a few goals called because of VAR and stuff. So there was a lot of controversy. A lot of people are talking about it and stuff like that. Um, apparently the game... So I, th- I think we were all in the party when this happened. But just to explain for the podcast... But um, Vasco got relegated, and their game against Corinthians, there was a goal where he was clearly, I think it was offside or handball, one of the two, 
but VAR was not working at the time. So VAR, they just said, we don't have the, we don't have what's going on right now because apparently they just weren't working or something, something was wrong with it. So they ended up giving the goal and that's what gave current, that's what gave um, Internacional the win. So Vasco are trying to fight it so they can replay that game. And if they replay and draw or win against Internacional, they end up staying in the um, in the league for them. So, I mean, if they end up actually getting it and they replay it and somehow tie or win, huge for them because they stay up. But I think John said that they, I don't think they're going to have a chance, especially against a team that is going to, I mean, they're the second place team. So I doubt that's going to actually happen and whatnot. But I, mean, I think they should get their shot though. I agree. I think they should, especially with, Especially with how it happened, like how do you yeah, not have VAR technology not up, and how are you just going to allow it to happen and stuff like that? So I definitely think they, I mean, they deserve their yeah. chance. But I mean, before the game, you always see the ref go, "You ready? Everybody ready?" No, yeah, like exactly. how did that miss? Yeah, it is. It's just, uh, you ready? Sure. Uh, maybe I need like five minutes. Uh, All right, VAR control, needs five minutes. Yeah, Let's control start. F, control <laughs> F, refresh, refresh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be ready. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, there's no handballs this time. Uh, <laughs> no, the VAR can't. does nothing. Does nothing. I hate it. VAR is probably the best it thing. down the game. It's the it best thing to happen. Celebrations. Do you really not like VAR, Abdul? He hates it. I don't, bro. I, I got it. I like it, bro. Because, come on, listen. So, you, you score a goal out, though. You don't even have to celebrate because you're scared if it, if it ends up being offside or... Or simple. Or if you if you keep if you hold your run, or the player that has the ball before holds their run, there's nothing to worry about. I know, but, but I'm saying because there's first, there's always those things where game yesterday or the game before there was a handball on I think Bruno or someone. No, it was on it was on it was on Hudson Adoy. Oh right, right. right. But so they show they right. show the entire thing. Mason Greenwood's hand when running pushed Hudson Adoy's arm into the ball. So it's like, do you okay, really constitute that as a penalty, though? though? But do you constitute that if he can't get his hand out of the way? That's the rule, though. If you cannot, if you literally have your arm, like let's say, let's say I'm, um, like you're running, and then bam, like you're you're running, and the, like it, it comes to a point where, in in the rules it says, if, if, if if there's nothing you can do to move your arm. Or if it's so close to your body and it still hits, it's not a it's not a handball because there's nothing you can do. Like, let's say I just had my hand out like this, I obviously could have moved it when the ball came, but I didn't, so right. that would be a handball. But like, let's say I'm like here and I'm just like this, and it hits my arm, but I'm so close to my body, I don't. I th- they, I don't think they constitute that yeah, as a handball. The rules are changed close. every other week but, now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, I gotta, I gotta admit that. It slows down the game. It does, but at the same it time, does. I mean, everything. It's, but it's, it's fair, it's, Abdul. Exactly, I, would, I, I have to agree. It's fair, fair. because there was sometimes it is, sometimes it is, sometimes even VAR misses it and ruins. Oh no, one hundred percent. Sometimes VAR can do wrong and can be wrong, but most of the yeah. times, in certain games, it really does help and it really does. It really does show that yeah. like. This was a penalty, but the ref completely missed it, and that changes the game. You know, like let's Fazio say- on Calabria in Roma versus Milan. <laughs> you know, Fazio stepped on Calabria's foot, didn't touch the ball. Fazio stepped on Calabria's left foot, and right. Calabria controlled yeah. the ball with his right. Calabria went down. Yeah. No penalty. VAR was it's like, well, 
That was a penalty. Yeah, it took him 10 minutes, Abdul, but it, it was the right call. You know, and we should have gotten a penalty from that. We did. We got the goal. You know, I think. Yeah, but then, think, then again, look what happened to Ronaldo when he controlled that ball in the Champions League against Porto. Controlled that ball with his right upside foot in the box. They took him down. They did not even want to go check the VAR. Well, because VAR then deems in themselves, they say, that's the right call. We don't have to check. Mm-hmm. It's because, only if the because, ref has made uh, a mistake. It's, then it's VAR either, says it's either you that, gotta go look or at if that it's again. if the oh, VAR, VAR people say um, we got, you have to take a look and choose for yourself yeah. and see all the angles that we have and be like, is this a pen? Is this a handball? Mm-hmm. Is that offside? Usually not the offsides anymore, but handballs and pen and pens. They usually are like, we can agree with you, but come take a look at the monitor and stuff. I think the big issue yeah. with VAR. Especially in the Prem, at least, is it's Premier League VAR. There's been yeah. a lot of a lot of issues with referees not going to VAR or not saying anything with VAR because of right. the effects that will happen on the game. To, for example, um, the the Hudson Odoi thing. Um, they said to they said it was to. Um, to Harry Maguire, they said after the game, Luke Shaw said after the game that the ref didn't want to go to VAR or or something like that because it would cause too much controversy after the game, and that's mm-hmm. been and that was an issue with the um, I'm forgetting which one the David Luiz penalty and the red card against Arsenal when clearly there was no contact in anything and everybody said it wasn't. They still upheld that. But they took away the other red card because it would have changed the complete face of the game. Because we were at a 1-0, but their red card was at 9-0 or 7-0. So for that, they said, we're going to change their red card just because the outcome of the game wouldn't have changed without that decision. But because it was a 1-0 game... And it was a penalty at the end of the half that changes the whole halftime talk, halftime mentality, all that stuff. It completely switches, and that's why they don't take away that red card because they would have to admit that their refs made a mistake. So that's why, in, in, especially in the prem, it's just such a big issue because they don't they don't want their refs to be speculated and they don't want their refs to be talked about in a bad way because then it, it looks bad on them and, and, and stuff like that. And I think, I think that stems to also they don't want their English refs looking bad because they want English refs to be refing in Europe, you know, like in Champions League, uh, in, uh, yeah. in Europa League, because those that pays out probably money to the ref, but also to the English Federation of some sort. So I think there's probably some t- connection there and stuff like that, but I think it's just such a big issue with the Premier League because there's just it's now becoming more of an issue of we're not going to give this a penalty because we don't want to be spoken about badly or yeah, that's VAR dictate and stuff. So it's just it, that's an issue with VAR. And a lot of people have been saying the way to fix this is just mic up the refs and let us hear the referees' decisions during those times and talk oh, to the players that. so you would be able to understand where they're coming from, why the decision's being made. They have that in... Um, NFL, right? Not in the NFL, because the NFL... Well, they do they, do that, though. Well, they, they do, do explain. They do where they explain the penalty, but the thing is, it's different, because they have to explain who did the penalty and how many yards it is. But in soccer, it's different, because they could just be like, 
penalty, but they have to they start to they have to mic up, especially with VAR now. They have to mic up and be like, "Listen," because when there's a challenge called in the NFL, they just go to the booth, they go to the little screen, they look at it, and then they walk back and then say what it is if it's upheld or if it's if it's not. So they don't really explain what goes on during a challenge either, which is an issue because there's also been controversy during in the NFL with that. But no, I think in the Australian league or one of these leagues, they have their mics. They they have their refs. I saw that up. video. Yeah, they I have saw their that refs mic'd up during, during VARs and 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 calls and that's in in that thing, so they can hear, so fans can hear and be like, why they're making this decision and why VAR thinks this and that and that. So, I think that needs to be done, especially in all five leagues. I don't see why we wouldn't. It's a tool that needs to be used and stuff like that, but. Yeah, as much as I hate having no fans in the stadium, I love being able to hear the players and the yeah. coaches and stuff it's, like it's that. Fun. It's fun to be I able to actually so hear that. I love that so much, yeah. bro. bro you know I love so hearing people that go, Sandro, Tonali, and stuff like that. Like, sometimes I imagine their voices, and whenever I hear them, I just laugh. Bro. I'm like, yo, I just not think. Well, you kind of have to when, when, you're, when we're watching games so and funny. there's fans, yeah. like you can't hear them. But like, now that there's no fans, you're able to actually hear them, and you're like, it's really what they sound like? <laughs> Really? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I thought you were really different. Yeah. But no, I mean, otherwise, the MLS is coming back soon. Yippee Kaye. Excited. Honestly, honestly, bro, I think I might get into the MLS a little bit. Even though it's trash, bro, I think I, I might just try to get into it. Into it, yeah. I mean, you just can. Just see how everything is, you know. It's disappointing. Because a lot of the kids from there are going to Europe. They are, but it's just the the reason why I don't enjoy it as much and don't watch it as much is because it's just the the competition, the level of competition is so different. It's like you watch you watch that, and then you watch a Champions League game, and you're like, "Was I just watching high school soccer?" It's insane right. the yeah, way they play. Uh, it's, it's insane. Yeah, it's, just, it's way different. But also the thing is, a lot of these teams don't have their own professional stadiums, so they don't have actual fields. I mean, NYCFC have right. the shortest mm-hmm. field in, fo- in soccer, and they play in a baseball stadium. A lot of these teams play in football stadiums, so it's just tough for them to have an actual field to be able to play like professionals do, where they can pass the ball in the back for 15 minutes and, and actually work up a goal. For them, it's just, oh, crap. There's ten guys coming to me. I should probably kick it away. Yeah, so it's just it's, just yeah, boot, it's, it's, it's boot first, and it's not look for the open pass and play clean. It's it's literally just how we played in high school. We see the ball, yeah. someone's rushing right to us. We just boot it as far as possible and get it up. That's what happens in the MLS, and that's that's why I'm like, that's why it's good that a lot of kids are going to Europe, and it's good that it's it's showing that there's definitely development and there's talent and it's coming. But I think it's still there's still a huge gap in between European soccer compared to American soccer, um, and I think there there needs to be a lot of changes. But I mean that's that's a whole other podcast for a whole other day right there. My my tangent there, but I mean yeah, they they just have to change it up. But the MLS is coming back. I think it's in April. But there's a lot of big like moves and stuff coming back. They're all they're all coming back for preseason stuff like that. Um, since I follow David Beckham, I see him with um, Miami FC all the time. So they're just—he's just there playing all the time. Messi yeah. or Ronaldo? Huh. 
<laughs> True. I mean, they, they, he will, you know, so it's, it's going to be easy for them. Easy money. All right. Next, not this week. Next week, we got Dortmund, Sevilla, and Juve, Porto on Tuesday. Big games, yeah. Yeah, two big games because, I mean, they're both really close, you know. Both a goal separates them. Porto with two, with, Juve with the away goal, though, so that's important for them. And, I mean, Sevilla with the, Dortmund with the away goals as well. So, we'll see how both those play out. How do you think those are going to be going? Um, I know you think, Sevilla, you, I know you I think, think Sevilla, Juve is going to win, you know, because Ronaldo. I, I'm hoping for, yeah, because that's Ronaldo's time. It's not going to score a hat or something. Yeah. Well, he needs to show out this time, you know. Instead of what yeah, happened against yeah, he'll, Leon he'll last year, he, he needs he needs to really fucking turn it on, you know, and, and get it going. Yeah. yeah okay, this Dortmund well. Sevilla game is going to be interesting. If Sevilla can hold Holland and Sancho, then I think they can do it. Otherwise, Dortmund's just going to run away with it for sure. Dortmund could do it. I mean, Dortmund could honestly. That's what I'm saying. But they, I'm past. saying Sevilla's Sevilla's key is they have to hold Holland and Sancho. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't see them having a chance because Holland ran riot on them that game. So that last game, and then Wednesday we have also fun games. We have Liverpool, Leipzig, PSG, Barcelona. Yeah, PSG going through. Liverpool going through. PSG's at home and Liverpool's at home as well. I don't know. I think I think Leipzig's going to pull it off. You think so? I, I go for a Leipzig upset. I don't know. Yeah. I think they can. I mean, Liverpool only won because of Leipzig's mistakes. So mistakes, if Leipzig cleans right. up and starts scoring, because of how, Liver- it, yeah. how Liverpool is at home, they've lost five consecutive games at home. But then again, bro, this is all Liverpool has. They, oh, like, I, under- I understand. That's all they have. Gone. But they've lost five consecutive games at home. <laughs> and and Leipzig, yeah. if Leipzig comes out hot, it's, it's going to be Leipzig's game, I think. It's going to be all Leipzig. Possibly, yeah. I see. I, I think I see P, uh, PSG should win again if Mbappe just has some fun and runs right on them. Then mm-hmm. that should be easy. And then a week after that, I'm we got Man City, Montagladback, and Real Madrid against Atalanta. We all know Atalanta is oh, all going to win. We all know that's happening. You know. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> of course. Um, I think. Atalanta actually play. Who do they play before? Uh, they play Spezia. Okay, I thought they were going to play a bigger team before, but I mean, I mean, they have their players suspended. Who was it? Was it Stermid or they have? Yeah, the center, the center, the center mid got the red. Yep, the center mid. So they have a center mid who's who's won't be there. Real Madrid should have Benzema back, which is going to be huge for them. They need yeah. they need Benzema back. They need that goal scoring man up top. Vinny. He's been playing pretty well, so hopefully he does well as well. I think I think Real Madrid can close it out if they played like if they play well defensively. They have the away goal; they just play off of that. I think Man City definitely, I think, will go through. They've been on a whole other level this year with. No, Man City. They're gonna struggle whoever they play next. I mean, they're they're undefeated. They're undefeated in 2021, so I I don't know. They're dangerous. Imagine they just get Bayern. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine they beat Bayern, though. You know? Imagine Lazio come back. <laughs> what? Huh? I would want Immo- to, Immobile you know, says, eh, 
My turn to shine. Mobley hat trick. Fifteen uh, goals. Yeah, Malinkovic Savage hat trick. And then after that, yeah, 4-1? we have we have Byron Lazio and and Chelsea Atletico. It is four one, Byron with four away goals. So it's like the yeah. PSG game. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Byron's like you're just gonna go home, have a drink, a beer, you know, and just have play have their B team. Yeah, literally, they're gonna yeah. play their B team and they're still gonna win. The Chelsea Atletico mm-hmm. game is gonna be very interesting, I think. Because Atletico needs to come out attacking. They need to push and they need to fight because there was no fight with Atletico. And, I mean, if they want to be great and, and really win this year, they're going to have to show that they can do that. If they lose to PSG, I mean PSG, if they lose to Real, then I, I don't think they're going to go through. And I think Chelsea will actually pull through and get their get their win and, and go through, especially with the, the shittery that they're playing with Tuchel right now. So I think they'll go through. <laughs> it's true. They're playing. Alan's right. They're playing some bad soccer, but they're getting results. So you hear that James Campbell, I got to give it to them. Mm-hmm. James Campbell, your team, I need you to take over. Show them, the real, <laughs> show them how to really play soccer. And then we have our fun Europa League. We have Ajax, Young Boys, Kiev against Villarreal, Man U against some team, um, <laughs> Milan, Salvia Prague against Rangers, Granada against Mold, Olympiacos against Arsenal, Roma against Shakhtar, and Tottenham against Dynamo. Dynamo is obvious W. I, I I think so. Honestly, I mean if Dynamo Zagreb, if Dynamo Zagreb. Can play some type of tomfoolery soccer against Tottenham, where they play the game that Tottenham plays, where if they score a goal and they just sit back, I honestly think Dynamo could do it. They play away too, so if they can get a away goal, that would be pretty big. Um, otherwise, Roma I think should be Shakhtar. Arsenal's away, so hopefully they can. They played Benfica at. Olympiacos' stadium when they won 3-2, so hopefully we can bring that back. Hopefully they can play well and they find a good run of form against them and we can actually beat them this time cleanly and take care of them. Granada against Mold, I think Granada will win. Granada's actually been really good against in, in Europe for some reason, so I think they'll ball out. Salvia Prague against Rangers, I think that's going to be a really good game actually, even though they're teams that no one follows really like that, you know, except for their fans. So I feel like it's such a boring game for people, but I think personally it's going to be an actual banger of a game. It is going to be a good game. I feel like that Rangers scores but gets scored on, and Salvia Prague plays pretty good defense. So I think it's just going to be a really good defensive against offensive battle. Um, Man U, Milan, both on iffy form, both have players injured. I honestly, I think if Milan can play to some semblance of their good form soccer against um, against Man U without Pogba, without De Gea, and without Martial, who can run in behind and, and, and be that skiller that they have instead of uh, Cavani. I honestly think they could win it away. I think they could. But then again, if Bruno's on... Then I just think it's 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 going to be tough to contain him with the midfield that you guys have. I mean, Kessie's a boss, but 
as he it, is doing it, it's, it's just so good. It's just the person mm-hmm. behind him, you know, because if Tonali's been really good too, I gotta admit. I mean that's good, but it's just like if he can if Tonali's able to handle that big game presence and that big game player yeah. when Kessie's trying to cover for somebody or, or isn't there, I think that's gonna be a big battle for you guys is that midfield there. Um, yeah, absolutely. If you get Hakan back as well, then that's going to be a big booster for you guys. Again, you just don't have the striker, so you're not going to have that. You can't play that main game game plan against them. So yeah, but they no. have they have slow strikers, so maybe they have slow defenders, so maybe Lao can show off his pace and is able to beat them down the line, you know, and and get in from behind and, and actually play. Maguire really well. and who? Who's the two center they backs? Have Maguire and Lindelof. Lindelof's faster, but Maguire if. If he gets past Maguire and is able to and, and Lindelof's in Lindelof land, then <laughs> then I think they could do it for sure. Enough. I think Villarreal will win, and I think Ajax should should beat Young Boys as well. But I mean, th- those are my predictions. I, I think Ajax's baller team, great young youth team, they'll beat Young Boys like Leverkusen couldn't. <laughs> I yeah. agree with all those predictions. To be honest, thank you. Thank you. I know Bill has nothing to say since his team, Real Madrid, is in this in in this competition. You know, so no. I mean, <laughs> we spoke about the big boys. I mean, no, yeah. I don't know much about Ajax. I don't watch them like that. Young boys, I know nothing. Yeah, the young boys, boys is. But yeah. I like that they're doing the, they they beat Leverkusen. You know, I like seeing those those teams really grind out and just say, "Hey, we're here and we're yeah. kind of yeah. good." You know, so it's it's good to see. Yeah, uh, we're usually. Thing. We start to get to know the last eight or the last sixteen. That's make it super interesting. No, yeah, agreed. Yeah. It's it's when the big yeah. match is the Milan menu game. Yeah, the, that's the, the, the big big match. Yeah, that's the big match against the heavy hitters for sure, for sure, for sure. And honestly, no one really watches Europe unless it's big matches like that. No, yeah, exactly. So I feel like, you know? and if it's like the final four. Uh, also, yeah. but no, yeah, for sure, yeah. it's not a big thing. But I'm also kind of excited about the secondary, um, the second yeah, that thing you in Europe, the, yeah, the international Europa competition or confederation, one of those things. I'm really excited to see how that goes because for me, it's not even about the bigger teams going in, but it's more about it's the seeing teams. those smaller teams like a young boy, like Frenet, like PSV, like those kind of teams being able to be like. We're pretty good, but nobody ever watches us. So for me, it'd be good to be able to watch other leagues and other teams from Europe be able to actually perform and play against other teams mm-hmm. that are their actual level and whatnot. So it's nice to see that instead of just seeing uh, Krasnodar at the bottom of the table in, in Champions League and then them come in and then dominate and like win it would be awesome to see. you know. So I think that'll be fun because all those small teams never really do great against... In Champions League, because it's just money against no money, and money always wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, yeah. Yeah, not definitely. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. That's why I'm excited for it. That's why I'm I'm ready for that league to come out. And it gives Arsenal another chance to get in Europe. So, hey, I'll take any way, baby. I'll take any other way. <laughs> But no, yeah. So I think that wrapped. That's that's pretty much it. Not much else going on. Pretty lame. I don't, I don't know about y'all, but I mean the what if promo is kind of what if 
Like, yeah, I mean, they, uh, we'll see if there's something better. It's, it's, in this, it's in this idea. It's I'll a good idea, do. but I think they lost it with the grasp of the players not, like, not great meta players being in there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Conte is crazy. Conte is great. Yes, agreed. The but the, prob- the problem is they it's chose crazy. that Conte because they know how Chelsea are playing. Yeah. Like, they've already played two games, and they've only scored a goal. They need to score four yeah, of their next three, and they play tough teams. So they chose that yeah. specifically for, they're playing very tough teams. Let's see if they can do it. Because, let's see. Sure. Since the cards come out, they played Man U, they tied. They, that's, that's the issue with that, the, the thing is as well, is Conte's a CDM. Why not, like, have CDM players count as the defensive unit? Because Conte doesn't right, right, right. usually—that's not his role. Oh. But I, I don't know. I—I'm—I'm I, I'm not FIFA, so I can't say anything. Then they play Everton, Leeds. Leeds could be a good one for them, and then West Brom. So Leeds and West Brom is, is where they have to score. But otherwise, right. in two games, they've already scored one goal. If they don't score one against Everton, if it's zero-zero or even Everton wins, then that's three games with one goal. And that then then you you leave it down to two games to score five, and that's a that's going to be a struggle even in 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 the prem. So with that, it's tough. Sevilla again, they're like they have they're good cards, but some of them aren't meta. Like Odegaard, good card, bad weak foot, and most of the other cards are just yeah, weak foot they're in trash, leagues yeah. that not a lot of people use. Sadly, I think the main leagues you got are. Prem, obviously. And then the next one is La Liga, I would say. And then I would say um, Syria, Bundes, Ligun. That's how it would go. And I feel like there's more towards those last three leagues than there are for the first two. And I think that's where they lose. They lost a lot of hype on the promo. And they've. Do you comp- think about tomorrow? Do you think it's the second team? I think they'll drop a second team for sure. They have to have. Yeah. They have to have a crazy player. They have to have a crazy I need a Milan team. player. But how am I even going to get him? Uh, <laughs> how am I going to get him? I think we could buy him the transfer boy. market. Oh, wait. Yeah, we got. I got unfairly banned. Uh, I contacted yeah. EA. Don't know how it happened. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Someone, For any EA officials listening, it. ridiculous. No, nah, it's stop. not even unfair, but someone Cheaters. hacked into our EA accounts and ah. bought mm-hmm. and sold players. For obscene yeah, amounts. I'm not too put ridiculous. Too ridiculous. I lost my Nesta. I lost my Hernandez. I got them both back. I got my lady <laughs> somehow. Not me. It didn't do it. You know. I lost. It was ridiculous. It was I really ridiculous. Si- I signed in the next day and I had 95 Ronaldo on my team. I was like, Where did What's you come from? <laughs> huh? Yeah, I don't know where my 92 came from. He was just there. Yeah, it was insane. I mean, you know, I put insane. him on the bench. I use Zebra. Don't know what's going on. Yeah, insane. Don't even use him. For- don't even use him. Yeah. This guy subs in. Obviously. Right now, though, instead of starting him. <laughs> Obviously. Why wouldn't you? All right, I mean, I didn't get him. It's not my player. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, but that yeah, wraps send it him up. to you. <laughs> that wraps it about up for this week's episode. Indeed. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you. We thank were losing. You, thank you, ladies and girls. We lost thank John. You. We're yes. very sorry about that. We hope uh, you guys didn't miss him too much. John Berto texted me and wants me to let everybody listening know that he loves you deeply. And, and he wishes all of you to come with him to Brazil so that and he can show you he'll be back next week money. as well. Oh, yes. He will be back next week. Alan had to jump into class, so that's why Alan's not with us on the outro. But 
Alan's being a good boy and learning because indeed, learning is indeed. good. Business before pleasure. Exactly. All right. Well, have a good night, everybody. Have a good day. Have a good rest. Thank of you so much everyone. for listening. We'll Forza be, Milan. Thank you, thank we'll be you. here next week. Peace. Hala Madrid. Hala Arsenal. Always.